Hey, this is Heroes And. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And this is our podcast. And we talk about keeping your fingers crossed for Wonder Woman's movie. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. For this episode, we're back. We had some time off and we have some catching up to do. Welcome to Heroes And. So much for hanging out with us. Like Andy said, we had some time off, and so today we're going to talk about the comics, movies, TV shows, and the other stuff we missed since we've been gone. <laughs> yeah. Hence the name of today's episode. However, before that, we got to admit that uh, a couple weeks ago now, I think, we posted a picture on social media, said that we would be back in a week. It was a really cool picture of Terminator. It was awesome. I think it went viral. We, Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the lie detector test determined that was a lie yes. because we didn't come back. No. Uh, but we are now. Promise it won't happen again. Just kidding. We don't make promises you can't keep. Mm-hmm. Kids, that's a life lesson for you. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. That one's for free. The rest of them, you know, we're going to charge. But uh, but so we are back for real yeah. uh, this time. And, you know, Andy, it's a summer job anyway. <laughs> yeah. And because, you know, because we had some time off and uh, because of the, you know, the long absence, we figured, hey, we let's drop a few episodes on them. And so that's why mm-hmm. there's a few more episodes uh, in your queue line already mm-hmm. for you to Balls listen. in your court now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we took some time, some time off. It was, uh, it was good. Right. And so not only did things happen in geek culture, mm-hmm. but they also happened to us. So Andy, uh, just catch the listeners up a little bit for what's been going on with you. Uh, so the big thing that I was able to uh, be a part of, and I don't think, um, I don't think we were recording. Um, I don't, I don't think we were like dropping episodes and, and whatnot. But um, was I went to WrestleMania? <laughs> That's a wrestling. <laughs> A wrestling thing. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, WrestleMania. Sure. So uh, <laughs> you guys know we are we are a podcast uh, here from Orlando, Florida, and uh, very proud of that. And uh, WrestleMania this past year was in uh, here in Orlando. It was at the Camping World Stadium, and and mm-hmm. Cody best pick. It was incredible. Uh, my Instagram uh, stories and posts. All I mean, I was on it all day. Uh, I, uh, I, I went out there around, around one o'clock, 1231 o'clock. What time Uh, did the event start? The event started, the, the pre-show started at five. Okay. The actual show started at seven. I got there at like 1230, one o'clock. Okay. Because they, they were going to start letting people in at 330. And was so, it a pick? It wasn't a pick your own seat deal, though. No, right? no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, it was just like a thing, like a con- right, right, like a yeah. Concert. Like you pick, you buy your seat. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. Like there's there was no a rush to like. There's no general mission. mad scramble. No, like, no, no, for no, seats. no, no, no. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it was incredible. I got there early to um, tailgate with some friends, mm-hmm. and uh, that was awesome. Uh, we had some good, some good food. Uh, it was really hot that day, so I was drinking plenty of water because yeah. I, I was not about to spend uh, extra money on wa- on water. And mm-hmm. you know, once we got inside, uh-huh. um, but 
We were yeah, I was there from like twelve thirty, and I honestly I didn't get home to like two. That's how bad it Dang. was like to try to get out and all of that. But it was incredible. It was packed out, right? Yeah, packed out. Over over seventy five thousand people were there uh, from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great to see the Hardy Boys. They came back. They're back now. Uh, that's amazing. I know you care about them. I remember them. Yeah, yeah. I actually you, do. I do know that name. You do though. <laughs> I do. I do know that. That's name. right. So the Hardy Boys are back. Uh, they're still awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. AJ Styles, of course, delivered a great match as uh-huh. he would. Uh, he's the main. Like he's the best thing that came out of 2016. You remember that, right? Cody. Yeah, right. Um, that's true. And then I'm trying to think. Um, did you run into Stephen Amell? I did. <laughs> I did not. Because he I, was in attendance. So I I did not run into Stephen Amell, but I did see our good friend. Steven, because he was there uh-huh. uh, uh, with his dad. Yeah. And so I Good old family bonding time. Yeah. 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 So I saw that, like, that was awesome that he was there as well. Um, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg had a really fun match that no one thought that was going to be possible. <laughs> and then lastly, the night ended kind of on a sad note because it, it appears that The Undertaker has re- officially retired. And that was really sad. Um, Andy, did you cry? I did not cry. I had a sign uh, talking trash on Roman Reigns, who was his opponent. Uh-huh. And there was a little boy down the row uh, who saw my sign. And then he looked at me. He got my attention. He said, hey, your, your sign should say The Undertaker, like to talk trash on The Undertaker. And I was like, oh, like I, I just laughed it off. But in my head, I'm like, this is amazing. Like that wrestling can bring a 27-year-old man uh-huh. to had this to fight an eight-year-old <laughs> to have this encounter with an eight-year-old and uh, it was awesome because he was just cheering for his fan like his favorite wrestler right, i was yeah. cheering for one of my favorite wrestlers and so it was really, really awesome and then what was really like the cherry on top was after the undertaker lost like i'm still there like i'm not moving i'm barely talking to anyone i'm there just kind of mourning over the the loss the 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 kid uh, walks behind me like he's leaving. He walks behind me. He taps me on my shoulder, and I turn around. And I see him, and he says sorry, and like he puts his hands up, like kind of shrugs his shoulder, his shoulders, puts his hands up, and he goes sorry, and just like the final nail to the coffin of like. <laughs> Are you kidding me, kid? Like I, I was. He couldn't it, just. He couldn't just leave you. No, he had to do one last little. Mm. And so uh, that was really sad. But in my head, I was like, Andy, play it cool. Uh, you don't want to get arrested today. Uh, and then I thought. And then I thought, what's cool about wrestling is, in 15 years, this kid's gonna be watching wrestling still, and his favorite wrestler is gonna be retiring to some new up-and-coming wrestler right and he's he may have the same interaction that i had with him uh-huh. and so i think that's pretty that cool that is cool thank you wrestling for allowing that so uh <laughs> wwe wrestlemania was great i uh, really really loved it it was better than a lot of people thought it was going to be including myself and so i'm glad i was there to see it all well, uh, why the lack of hope in wrestlemania this uh year? there were some matches that i, I think co- hardcore wrestling fans didn't want to see like the Brock Lesnar and Goldberg match. Those guys are part timers and their, their heydays are behind them to some degree. Uh And so, you know, they're taking away some spotlight from, from like up and coming wrestlers who are really good. That should, you know, should have the time. 
um, and the ability to showcase their talents. Uh, AJ Styles, arguably the best wrestler in the world, was in a in a match with Shane McMahon, who's like part owner and like part of like the McMahon family. Who's not even who's not even like a real wrestler, and so uh-huh. you have the best wrestler in the world who can, yeah, who can wrestle with anyone, and you put him up against this this guy who wrestles once a year, mm-hmm. and so, but of course because AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world, uh, the match was really really good, and that's because of AJ Styles, uh, his ability, his skills to. Uh, always put on a good match no matter who he is wrestling Mm -hmm. so um so there was just little stuff like that it was like ah come on like really um but again it 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 definitely exceeded the expectation of everyone's you know Mm -hmm. uh all the wrestling fans it it exceeded all their expectations for it so again i'm glad that i was i was there to witness all of it and all the moments and like all the tv moments that came afterwards like john cena proposing to his his girlfriend Uh uh-huh like that made like real news because of like their e like reality show that <laughs> right. they have. Yeah. And so like people were coming up to me like who knew I went to WrestleMania and they're like, "Yeah, I saw on the news that like John Cena proposed to his girlfriend." And in my head I'm like, "They were congratulating you." Yeah, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "What?" Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, "Oh, yeah, but yeah, you're right. That happened." National yesterday. coverage yeah. for John Cena. So, it you was You can like, see him. <laughs> exactly but that was that's that's probably one of the biggest uh the the bigger things that has happened uh to me over the past uh past few uh past few weeks past couple months uh cp how about you man what's what's up with you what's up with your life uh well the big one andy is that i got engaged on april 21st so yeah get your get your ham horn ready yeah get your your hip-hop horn Uh, so that. that was uh it was fun just planning that whole you know proposal kind of thing and i remember like you know being like around you as you were planning your proposal to Brittany, and yeah. so uh just being on the other side of that was fun uh and morgan was entirely surprised so that was that was really cool uh we had a, a little party afterwards yeah. uh, that you were able to come to and yeah. you had to dip out as soon as i got there <laughs> yeah just uh just some unfortunate it, stuff. unfortunate you yeah, know yeah. the universe works you know it works in mysterious ways yeah so yeah um, but yeah, so it's just been fun get been getting into the wedding registries and uh, and we did our engagement photos and that kind of stuff. And so it's just it's a kind of a crazy like I definitely get I'm understanding why it can be a stressful time for sure. Um, and so I, I do think, though, and like maybe this is just the, like my own crazy, but uh-huh. I feel like like we're going to have a short engagement. But I feel like the there's this window of like. Yeah, it's going to be stressful, but it's always going to be stressful whether you're whether you're engaged for 3 months or a year and a half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's a window there where yeah, it's going to be stressful, but you're also you're all, you can also be like I'm getting married in 4 months, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There's a sweet spot where right. it's like There's like got to there's got to be. If it's too long, then it's like you just know, forget it. It it, it <laughs> well not forget it, but it's like <laughs> it's we have till next Bring, you know, like we have till next summer to figure like, you know, like if it's too long, you can if it's too short, you'll be going crazy. Mm-hmm. But you're in the right spot where it's like those crazy moments are going to come up. But it's like it's OK in three months, in three if, months, if the, four, the payout, the yeah, reward is right there will be worth it. Yeah. Uh, but Andy, the other thing with planning a wedding is that you have to pick a best man. That's right. That's right. And so Do you have all that uh, figured out and, and whatnot. I wanted to ask you. CP, if you would be my best man in my wedding, 
Cody best pick. Stop right now. This is not rehearsed. I, <laughs> I, I actually, I have a gift for you. No way, dude. Um, I, I swear to you guys, the listeners, this is not rehearsed whatsoever. I promise um, you. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's so. If, Get out of here. I think every every team needs a uh, needs a kid from Brooklyn. Yes. And and every team needs a guy who loves his god and his country and his woman. And so <laughs> I wanted to give this oh this Captain gosh. America figure to you. Yes. I am freaking out right now. <laughs> I swear to you this is not this is not I do have a le- you don't have to read the letter for okay. it. Okay. Oh that, that my book. gosh. But, <laughs> oh, I am freaking out right now. This is so cool. CP, yes, I will gladly with all the honor in the world be your best man this is awesome (laughs) heck yeah right now our my dog is freaking out right now because i'm like screaming out loud she was just laying on the couch oh my gosh this is so cool heck yeah dude again well i already said congratulations to you on your engagement but yes i don't even know i feel like i i don't know this is awesome i'm just rambling oh man this is really really cool um this is going to be awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. I, it's going it's to be a good time. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, CP, big congratulations for uh, to you and to Morgan and the engagement and all that stuff. And um, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we were able to catch up with you guys, the listener, um, the listeners. Like we said already, this episode is a recap of all things geek culture from the past couple of months that we have been absent. So comics, movies, TV shows. All the good, all the good stuff. So <laughs> let's just talk a little bit about comics. CP. No, so here's the thing with yeah. the comics. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's this is the one area of my life where I feel like <laughs> I, I could do better. You know, yeah. Like we we stumble, we fall sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. know, like we we don't get it right all the time. Uh-huh. And I'll admit that this is an area. Yes. Like it's a little expensive. It is you know? a financial commitment. And so exactly, and I'm. Financial right now, I'm financially committed to uh, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And That's so, right. Uh, and so I, I think you may still be using my Netflix, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I know where you're at. I know the spot you're in. But so, uh, so I do not like. It's funny, Andy, when we go to a comic book store and you're like, Cody, buy a freaking comic book. <laughs> yes, because I I give I give UCP a hard time because. Uh, we have a podcast right. about all things geek culture. And it makes me feel like a phony. <laughs> <laughs> For not knowing what's happening. So, uh, But it's so, again, I understand it is a financial commitment. And so I gladly uh, take that responsibility to myself, on myself, to kind of carry the weight a little bit more than CP on that regard. So, uh, man, some of the good comics, there's been some good comics coming out. Uh, in the past couple of months uh, that I think is they're absolutely important to talk about. So mm-hmm. uh, Scott Snyder is continuing his run with All-Star Batman. I've been reading that. Um, Are you good... enjoying it like you enjoyed his New 52 run? No, I, I am not. There's something about it. Um, and I think that like on paper, what's different is the artist. Okay, and that's Greg Capullo, who is not—he's no—he's not doing All Star. Correct, correct. Um, so there's a part of me that's like, was it really just that? Mm -hmm. But I think to some degree, yes. Like I think Capullo and Scott Snyder, the the artist and the writer there, they really had. They just worked really well. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what's different about these other artists because it's not like mm-hmm. they're skilled. It's not like they're they're not talented or not skilled because they, they are. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about it that 
um, something's something's off, something's missing, and I think it is the art of okay. of, of Capullo. But what's exciting is in the um, over the summer, I think there's going to be a really cool Batman event mm-hmm. called coming out called Batman Metal. I want to say, okay, and so that that's going to reunite scott snyder and 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 greg capullo um so that's gonna be really good but even though capullo is not on all-star batman uh scott snyder is still there and Mm -hmm. he's his writing is really good um really sophisticated for a comic book writer and uh, i just really enjoy it a lot there was a really good the the first story arc involves uh involved um bane no 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 two-face involved two-face i really wasn't all about it i was like ah that's okay but uh, the second story arc involved Mr. Freeze uh, and Poison Ivy, and then like a mysterious like f- like head figure behind all of them, mm-hmm. and that was a little more rewarding. Like that okay. was more enjoyable. So I'm not gonna spoil it who it was, but uh, so that's been really good. Um, so he's really using up the classic like villains, huh? Yeah. So his DC run, excuse me, his new 50, new Fifty Two run, it it all his story arcs kind of center around one villain and it's kind of just he took his time with it but uh with this one there is two-face and then again like i said uh mr freeze and poison ivy and then who the big bad is and this you know who the reveal is and um so he's using a little bit more of the of some of his villains what batman's villains a little bit more um so yeah so but again i've i've still i've still enjoyed it i still love Mm -hmm. all the the jock variants uh really good stuff uh, so that's one comic I'm, I'm definitely following. Uh, the lo- the next one is is Spider Man. I'm always following Spider Man. Miles Morales. Uh, he's I mean that comic book run has been really enjoyable. I will say the one negative thing that um, my good friend Ricky, who actually works at Coliseum of Comics, uh, you know one of our mm-hmm. local comic book stores, he pointed out that Miles has yet to have like an official story arc with like one villain. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, once he said it, it was like, yeah, you're right. Because uh, so far, he's been doing a lot of team-ups. And then, like, uh, Civil War happened. And so, like, he was he involved. Was, he was of, of involved, that. yeah. Yeah. And so, he is. And, like, right now, the you're last. You're talking just since Secret Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Since Secret Wars. Okay. Exactly. And so, um, the last couple, the last story arc that he just came out of was he was in a in a. A story, a story arc with Sp- uh, Spider Gwen, right? And so the the name of that story arc was called uh, "Sitting in a in a Tree," and uh, so it was a really cool team up, love relationship type thing with there, and um, that was really fun. But uh, but yeah, like once my buddy Ricky said that, I was like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? Like yeah, let's let's give him a villain, like let's mm-hmm. give him one traditional villain and let him go back and forth and you know do you think that's maybe because he like because he's a relatively new character that he just doesn't have like he doesn't have any old villains to pull from or anything like that like yeah as much right? i guess you're right yeah i guess that's part of it but i, I guess now he's part of the the like, great the regular continuity. the reg the regular marvel universe now and so now it would make you think like well everyone kind of now is fair fair play Mm-hmm. When he was Ultimate Spider-Man, when when he was part of the Ultimate uh, Universe, like Marvel Universe, it made sense because like they were doing different versions of like classic Spider-Man villains, like right. different versions of Venom and you know Rhino and Scorpio and Scorpion and all you know all that all that sure. stuff. And so, um, 
so that made sense. But now that he's like in the Marvel universe, like I don't know why they, this hasn't happened yet. So um, that's been really good. But maybe my favorite comic book that <laughs> I've been really just absolutely loving and just page by page just keep on flipping and flipping uh-huh. is Power Rangers. Yeah, it's 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 wonderful. The colors are bright. Like that's mm-hmm. the one thing I know. I know some of the like the art and the covers that you show me have oh, been really cool. So good, like so good. The colors are bright, and it's just like classic Power Ranger storylines. But the cool thing, like I, I just I I just go back to like being a kid watching the TV shows. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is like there's some connection to the TV show, but there there also isn't. So okay. It's not like an official tie-in. There's not like a continuation. It it, it just involves the same characters, um, but they're. The, I, I'm I'm assuming Boom Studios has permission to kind of go different routes and different ways with different things. And so there's been this there's been this mysterious Power Ranger of us who's been showing up, who looks like a hybrid between the White Ranger and the Green Ranger. And so, like, that's the first time we've ever seen this, like, seen this Power Ranger. It's mm-hmm. never been in a, on a TV show, a video game, or anything. And so, for a long time, fans of Power Rangers, it was like, who is this mysterious Power Ranger? So, mm-hmm. I've been drinking the Kool-Aid and, like, <laughs> like so much to the point that I, I told Coliseum, like, hey, put this on my my subscription. Like, every time, like, I want to read that's Power Rangers. It is dangerous. Financially, you get it. It is dangerous. <laughs> Uh, but it's man, it's been so much fun, and I'm like I'm seriously just flipping, 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 flipping. Done. Seal it, tape it. Next, flipping, flipping, <laughs> flipping, flipping. Like it's so good. So uh, there's a lot of other good stuff that's been ca- happening with you know, in comics. We have some Secret Empire stuff that's been happening now. Mm-hmm. Some uh, uh, the button has been happening. Is is you know has been around now for a little bit, and so. Um, but man, these 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 comics have have had my attention for uh, the past couple of months, and I I just can't get enough, man. Yeah, it was good. It's good stuff. Uh, so there's also been a couple movies that have come out, and so the first one, uh, and I think of the ones that we're going to talk about, is probably my favorite. Okay. Of uh, you know of these three. Yeah. But, uh, that is Kong Skull Island. This is your movie, and I like I think that's accurate. <laughs> I really do. Like yeah. I mean, you know I. I've you know admitted before I'm a sucker for the monster movies. Yes. I don't really know, know why that is, uh, but I thought like I was I was nervous about this one going into it because mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot riding on it because yeah. you had guys like you had Brie Larson, you had uh, Tom Hiddleston, yeah, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Like you had a lot of uh, John Goodman, a lot of bi- pretty big names, yeah. and so like yeah, yeah. that like normally like it would give you hope. I feel like, but. Uh, just with this being a reboot and like the nature of that kind of thing and knowing that this was ultimately uh, the goal being to tie this into Godzilla and like start creating one monster universe. movie universe yeah. uh, or giant monster movie universe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because Tom Cruise is making a monster universe too. That's right. Uh, but uh, which is the dark universe. They officially named that today. No, they didn't. Yeah. It's Did the they? dark universe. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, but, and they cast... Uh, the the Invisible Man is Johnny Depp. What? Yeah, they ca- and they cast uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. I think is this reliable sources? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, yeah. This okay. is this is uh, this isn't like, anyway. Uh, this my isn't buddy like, told I read me. it on a Reddit page <laughs> on like the fifth the fifth page. In. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. No, but so but so Kong uh, Skull Island. I think 
Um, if you go in, like, I think, I think kind of just as a unanimous kind of thing with monster movies, you got to kind of go in knowing like this would never actually happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, I think like, I mean, granted, I also just don't want to like over analyze all the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I feel like that takes the fun out of the, the yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the CGI in this one on Kong looked really good, and on the the skull crawlers, mm-hmm. they were so creepy. Yeah, I would agree. Like, like there was a point where I realized that like that the bone skulls are like I guess not where their eyes are, like on their faces. Their eyes are like behind the uh-huh. behind, the, and it was like, oh, that's just that's just to make them look terrifying, creepy, and like scary. an evolutionary <laughs> advantage of something. Like, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they didn't have legs. <laughs> Like it was, they were definitely. It's like creepy. it's like a little tiny lizard, but with no legs. Which you love, lizards. which I hate, Andy. Little dinosaurs. <laughs> now I know what to get you. Little as a terror beast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, but no, I thought it was fun. Andy, you saw Kong. Correct? I did, I did, and I, I got to be honest with you, because I really didn't. Uh, monster movies, I enjoy them. They're fun, but I'm not going to see them opening weekend. Sure, uh, or even full movie ticket price mm-hmm. so i saw this uh, a week later after it came out i think uh-huh. and i paid the matinee price right and i will say totally worth it mm-hmm. like i walked out like i, I walked out really enjoying uh, the whole experience and having fun with it and thinking to myself you know what like this was worth ten dollars like if, mm-hmm. if i went and paid full price for it that you wouldn't, wouldn't have be, felt gypped. No, I would have not have felt gypped at all, you know. And so, um, but I'm so glad I just paid five. Sure, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got comics. This I, do, I do. I gotta <laughs> save my money where I can. Um, but I no, I really liked it. The it was cool to see them finally connect this with Godzilla. I think uh-huh. that's gonna be a lot of fun and all the the Easter eggs at the end um, to for us to understand. Oh, there's other monsters out there and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was all handled really well and just kind of the way you would expect it nowadays with all these cinematic universes. Um, I will say, I honestly don't know if there was like one thing I would have changed. Like, not that it was a perfect movie again, but I just thought they did everything. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the performances I thought were were done fine. Like, I didn't have any issues with Samuel L. Jackson. Like, he was over the top. Just the way you sh- right, just be. like Samuel L. Jackson always. Yeah, is. yeah, and so uh, Brie Larson did fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know if she brought something to the movie that someone else uh-huh. couldn't. What I what I and brought did appreciate is like first like Peter Jackson's King Kong uh-huh. or even like the original King Kong uh-huh. uh, was that they didn't play too much on the relationship between. Brie Larson's character and, and, and Kong, Kong. Yeah. like they didn't like where Kong like that whole like falling in love yeah of, like that was a little weird to me yeah 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 like we get it it's a pretty girl but uh-huh. like he's a giant ape that's not his species <laughs> it's not gonna help him the you know ape what I mean? understands our struggle <laughs> that's, true. that's true he, he goes into science struggle. <laughs> he does um but so but so but I liked that there was just enough of that to like kind of reference back to that you know mm-hmm. um and even like just like thinking with her being a female character like getting a little rather than just like oh 
he we shot at him so he killed us yeah so let's shoot him let's kill him you know yeah i'm getting a little more where kong was coming from Mm -hmm. uh, i thought was cool yes also seeing some of the other creatures uh on this island was Mm -hmm. pretty cool so like that like that huge squid that Kong has as, as like a sushi snack was uh-huh. really fun. Which and, Morgan was like, she's like, no, apes aren't like, they're not predators. Like, yes. Or they're not carnivores. There you go. There and you she go. was like, but I guess they don't get that big. Like it was funny. <laughs> her being like one who loves animals. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like studies. And, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like rectifying that in her brain. But yeah. So that was cool to see some of the other creatures like that huge um, spider, but then like that log walker you remember the, that? like yeah the, like, like the stick the stick, in, the, 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 like in, it was like a stick bug but go. a log bug yeah yeah exactly. it was like groot <laughs> exactly but massive but huge yeah um so it was cool to see like oh okay there it is in this world there are other animals mm-hmm. and creatures that are just ginormous which and i think so I, ra- I liked that versus it just being like like kong is the only thing that's kind of like with Peter Jackson's yeah. Kong was the only thing like there were never actually apes that big. Like, Correct. Um, but there were actual like T-Rexes and stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of liked that it was like yeah. this. These are all um, the only thing that I can fantasy. think of. The only thing that I can think of from Peter Jackson's is the insects. Like they had like they, the they insects had, were giant. right? Yeah. They had like big but I think scorpions those, and I think those have been maybe. I don't know. But I watched all of Discoveries, <laughs> but it was I enjoyed it. And as they continue to make more of these and continue to battle each other and connect, you definitely got to walk into it knowing it's a monster movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just have fun with it. Right. Strap your 12. Same thing with Pacific Rim. Just yeah. strap your 12 year old helmet on. Yeah. And you'll have a good time. Yeah. So, uh, so we also had uh, Power Rangers. Loved it. Next movie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. no, I Power Rangers came out. I saw it. I really, really liked it. But I think I liked. I feel like most people liked it. Yeah. I think I liked it maybe even more, or gave it more grace, or was maybe more forgiving with it than yeah. maybe other moviegoers was uh-huh. because I'm a Power Rangers fan, mm-hmm. and so. But even then, I, the general consensus I feel like was not bad. Yeah. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, it was a lot of fun. I thought again, the huge robots, alien here, and you know, power power suits over here, mm-hmm. and so you kind of had to take your, you know, rational thinking, right? And, you know, yeah, just I, enjoy it. I think so. A lot of the complaints I feel like with this movie was like that the acting wasn't great, you know, or what you know, so yeah. kind of, that kind of stuff. But I was like. I, which is like that's fair enough you know like i i can see where that came from mm-hmm. um but i also think like we're walking into a movie named power rangers <laughs> yes you know, like yeah. i feel like you like same thing like, you have to do like with the the michael bay ninja turtle movies yeah like these are turtles that are mutated to be ninjas yeah, yeah and yeah. Team, like this is not you know so um but i i thought it was fun and i think that uh, the action, like the, you know, it was kind of just like the original show, but mm-hmm. with a blockbuster movie budget. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what I wanted. Like, I will say that they, I give them credit, uh, because they could have gone two different routes with it. They could have st- stick to the traditional storyline mm-hmm. and be loyal to the fans, or they could have gone in a different route mm-hmm. and try something completely different. And I think they leaned 
towards being loyal to the fans mm-hmm. and i think i think that was i think that was good like i, I yeah. felt like that was wise of of them to do that and i i appreciate it a lot more and there are a lot of cool easter eggs in there to like mm-hmm. a nod to the original series but mm-hmm. when they when all the when all the megazords come out rolling out and they're like a side-by-side shot with like the classic go go power ranger uh-huh. theme song so, i was uh, like i was ready like, to fight i was rolling in my chair like <laughs> oh my gosh just rolling around like a happy there kid. was it was awesome there was a point where i might have gotten a little emotional in this movie i won't lie really oh yeah uh so spoiler i guess for yeah power rangers yeah but there's a moment where the blue ranger yeah uh where he dies at the hands of rita repulsa yeah and so like that moment like there's a great version of stand by me that they're let's oh yeah like, the, the I forgot track that. for yeah, that yeah, yeah, and so yeah. like um it's by bootstraps if you i love that i keep on saying oh yeah but oh, yeah. <laughs> like like that happened and it, like they're like well all it so like if you i mean if you've seen the movie you yeah. know but like so he dies and it's nighttime mm-hmm. you assume it's like after 11 probably you know sometimes yeah uh and then they carry him all the way back to the ship Mm-hmm. And as they're getting to back to where the ship is, this like the sun is up, and so it's like they carried him for hours, hours, like at least you know, yeah. Uh, and so like that, like, and then that that stand by me that uh, that is behind it, the cover was like added a lot to that. I think so. Here, here's another thing, and I I know we're only talking about Pirate Rangers because it's a well, it's a geeky, but it's also our podcast. <laughs> I really appreciated the little bits of character development and identities that they they attempted to give to these characters. Yeah. Not all of them were executed well. Some were executed. Most were executed fairly good, in my opinion, fairly mm-hmm. decent and better than we thought. But that Blue Ranger definitely stole the show, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I think he had a lot of heart, a lot of humor. He was relatable. He was kind of goofy. Um, all the other ones had their issues as well, but he was mm-hmm. like, he had like, like anxiety and like was a nervous talker. And mm-hmm. like, he says he's on the spectrum at one point. Yeah. Like he's definitely, you know, and so it was cool. Like, again, all of them have their issues that they're overcoming. Uh, but I think that the blue Ranger was the most mm-hmm. relatable one. Yeah. I think it like, it struck chords with like, Kind of more what teenagers are dealing with. Yeah. Now. And so, like, I think that was a cool, mm-hmm. um, like, it just made it, like, feel more real, I guess. Yeah. So, it was definitely, it was a fun movie. Again, I loved it. Or I, as much, the reason why I liked it as much as I did was because I'm a Power Rangers fan. So, uh, but we, we also saw uh, the release of Beauty and the Beast, the live action movie. Mm-hmm. CP, were you a fan of the live action Beauty and the Beast. So I actually didn't see this one. Really? So I did see uh, my Morgan's little sister Amanda played Beauty uh-huh. uh, in the in the play. Yeah, so she played I did, Belle. Uh-huh. Yeah, she played Belle. Uh-huh. So I did see that, and that was great. She's uh, very talented. That live action version. That live action version. <laughs> I saw that live action high school performance and that was great and lumiere in that one okay stole the show really uh not gaston gaston was great too gaston okay. i think they they got gaston and lefou's relationship okay. great okay uh, like everyone that show was very well cast okay uh, so 
so okay. uh, with this one, like it was like I wanted to see it. Like, but it was more like Morgan wanted to see it. Yeah. And then she went and saw it with some of her friends. And it was yeah. like, well, we just never, with blood money, like she already used it. Yeah. So yeah. we just didn't, we didn't get around seeing it. But Andy, what did you think? I, I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Like someone told me, um, someone told me, uh, they're like, hey, if you love, if you're a Disney fan, then you're, you're going to hate it. If you wow, and so if you, you love, in, like, and then they said if you love it, then that makes you not a real Disney fan. And I was like, those are fighting words. <laughs> are we gonna throw down right now? And then so they said that uh, because they knew I was gonna see it uh, that night. So yeah. they were kind of giving me their opinion on it. Clearly, I knew where they stood with it, and they did they did not like it. <laughs> no, not a big fan. <laughs> because i wasn't sure no they did not like it and so i went into it and i was like that's so weird like okay here we go and uh i thought it was beautiful i thought it was uh it was just visually it was really stunning the special effects the cgi i thought were really good uh they did a really good job i thought with the motion capture for the beast mm-hmm. the performances the, the the singing the singing aspect of it i thought was great i didn't mind it Obviously, growing up, I've only known the the Disney animated version, the cartoon mm-hmm. version of it. So, of course, hearing these classic Disney songs sung by other people and new people was mm-hmm. slightly different, but they were still good. They were still talented. They still they still had the right pitch and <laughs> all that stuff, yeah. fundamentals, and right, right. so it was still fine. Uh, so I still I still really enjoyed it. Gaston stole the show, in my opinion. Um, they were able to do a lot of cool stuff too with uh, the backstory of of the witch, like of the 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 sorcerer, like the the sorceress, I guess, who okay. cast the the curse. Uh, okay. So there was That's able cool. there was some backstory on that, and so uh, I thought that was really cool. So in my head, like I'm watching this as a Disney fan who is also a comic book fan. In my head, I'm like, they live in a world of magic, like like the X Men can possibly <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's they live in a world where there's gifted youngsters and, 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 and gifted individuals and i'm like if magneto rolls up around here like it kind of would fit in like but but i was just being <laughs> i was just being ridiculous uh but it was so cool to see the backstory of some of that kind of stuff play out and so i would recommend it i i disagree with what that that person said to me, I, mm-hmm. I believe I'm a Disney fan and I really, really liked it. And yeah. I feel like most people really, really liked it. And it was super successful in the box office. Mm-hmm. It blew what was expected, like what they were expecting. I think it blew it out of the water by like 50 or 60 million dollars. They were expecting just over 100, 120. I think open weekend it was like 150, 160, something like that. Yeah. So it definitely like again. I know it was in theaters for a long time. It was too. in theaters for a long time. Again, don't hold me to those numbers. All I know is that it was it opened it better a, than expected. Better than Disney expected it to opening weekend. Yeah. So when this one came out, like it, if I'm not mistaken, it came out shortly after uh, they started they started releasing casting information for The Lion King. Yeah, uh, the semi live action, you mm-hmm. know, like the John. I think John Favreau is yeah. attached to that one too, mm-hmm. like you know, with Jungle Book. But 
So the, like after this one came out, I was like, when are people going to actually like start believing in these things? Because granted, like Maleficent, I think was received well. I never saw it. Ne- neither did I. And I think Cinderella did pretty well, considering. I enjoyed Cinderella. I enjoyed Cinderella too. What's weird is it's again. This kind of goes back to the Power Ranger thing. Is do we stay close? Like do we do a shot by shot remake of the right. cartoon version? Right. Or do we kind of change this here and there just to kind of make it a little bit different so that way people aren't getting the same film and -hmm. i think the main criticism with cinderella was it was too much like the same thing as the animated okay but i didn't i mean i didn't think that i thought it was again these live action movies are gorgeous the special effects the visuals and i think all that is awesome mm -hmm. that's how i feel like with jungle book i mean yeah we've talked about that movie before but um, I was actually watching a uh, like a making of kind of kind of uh, like a featurette featurette deal yeah. on and uh, and John Favreau was talking about when he first came in to the project, they uh, had like no singing, and they were like kind of going to make it like a little more like gritty uh, than they did, you uh-huh. know, like and he like he steered them away from that, um, and so I but I think like it worked out to their to their benefit, you know, mm-hmm. and there's still like ways that it was different than the movie and, or different than the original and such, but, uh, and then, then the actual book. But, um, I think it succeeds in like definitely the, the visual, like, you know, beauty of the whole thing. It's awesome. It's um, definitely, so, it's really, really done, done right. Are you excited for the Lion King one and the Aladdin one and the I Mulan one? I love all, all of them. them. All of them. I'm, the only thing that I, I will say right now about those I'm a little sad that there's no music in the Mulan one. Mm-hmm. Because that one's supposed to actually, like, it's supposed to be Rogue One-esque, right? Like, I, where I, it's, like, real. I don't know. I didn't like Rogue One, so I hope not. Oof. <laughs> Shots Sanders fired. I know. I'm sorry. But, but yeah, it's not going to be, like, there's no singing. There's no, it's not going to be right. a musical. Right. The Mulan right. Uh, movie. It's going to so, be, I mean, it's going to be a war movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is, I'm okay with, mm-hmm. but I, gosh, my favorite Disney song is in the Mulan movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm Make a little sad. Yeah. I'm a little sad because of that. So uh, the last movie I want to talk about, freaking awesome. After you, Andy. Fast and Furious 8. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I saw this opening weekend. Here's my money at nighttime, full price. It was, it was great. It was a, it was a blast. It was an absolute blast, and of course, people are going to continue to hate. But this thing is making <laughs> money, and people just keep on going back to it. And I don't know, man. It's fun. The Rock, the Rock's character is great. Uh-huh. Had a really good storyline actually uh, that I was able to like follow the stunts. Of that's probably the like I enjoyed the the stunts, but that's that's the part of the whole. Fast and Furious franchise that I can understand people hate on is like that's because un- it's not realistic. Yeah, exactly because it's so unrealistic. But that's the fun thing about the Fast and Furious. I think movie. it's like gotten increasingly more unrealistic. It's like <laughs> yes. from the first one, it's like okay, yeah, they're racing. Yeah, they're nitrous racing. oxide. Like, yeah. This is all real. I played this in Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, but I never in Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> jump a car from one building to another i know which yeah so the stunts obviously they are what they are but why people enjoy the movie this movie and this franchise as much as they do is because the characters the characters of this franchise is what drives it 
no uh-huh. pun intended. So the only reason why we care and the only reason why we continue to go and see these movies is because we care about the characters and mm-hmm. their storylines. And that truly is developing from each movie to each movie to each movie. And mm-hmm. so it they're great. Freaking love them. I can't wait to uh, to own this one. Uh, this is probably my second favorite one of the franchise. And what's number one? Just so so we're clear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fast Five. Okay. Fast Five okay. is my favorite one of the franchise. But uh, Furious Eight was a blast. Uh, if you haven't seen it, just watch it. It's a lot of it's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So um, so we also uh, you know around here we love the CW DC shows. Yes. Uh, well, at least Flash and Arrow really is the two that we that uh-huh. we follow the most. Um, and uh, granted, Andy, you've been struggling a little bit. I've been struggling a l- to yes. follow them, not yeah. because you don't like them. Correct. Not because you don't want to. Correct. I've been. It's been hard for me to keep up with the shows because um, I never catch them when they come on live, like mm-hmm. on CW, and they are no longer on hulu mm-hmm. and so which means i gotta download like the cw app on my phone and to see like the last five episodes and like yeah I know well, you I'm, can you watch them on your computer as well yeah okay so but, but there's something about like when i'm home like i don't want to watch something on my on my phone or my laptop like mm-hmm. like you bought that, a tv for a reason i did I, I made sure i got a tv with a, on a good deal you know what i wanted mm-hmm. So I can so I can use it, and mm-hmm. so I have not been watching uh, Flash or Arrow this season, but I have been watching the Goldbergs <laughs> because that's on Hulu. That's not geek culture, but that's a great show. If you if you haven't seen the Goldbergs, watch that. So I've been watching shows like that, man, uh-huh. and rewatching The Office uh, because that's on Netflix. And so mm-hmm. yeah, so CP, please fill us in. So. Uh- as uh, as you kind of, we've talked about before, Arrow, uh, you know, in the past it stumbled, and uh-huh. I think the the series, uh, I would say that it still peaked out uh, in uh, in season two. But okay. uh, this season, I think particularly maybe because they're dealing less with, because uh, like I feel like I think it was season uh, season three that they were like it was tied into the Flash a bit more. Yeah. Um, and I think the way they handled Razal Ghul was, you know, they fumbled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season four, they were dealing with the Legends of Tomorrow for like the whole first half. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, uh, and just kind of setting that show up for success. So I feel like um, it hasn't been as much of what made seasons one and two great is where it's it's not really, it wasn't really a crime show okay. as much, you know. And, um, and I think season one and two were great because they kind of felt similar to Daredevil. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is like kind of a more localized, you know, deal. And it's not like somebody's trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. You know? I was starting with Star City. But uh, but so this season, they've been doing a lot more kind of like tighter like stuff mm. uh, as far as like the conflict is very much localized. And um, the villain, Prometheus, he's uh, he is a byproduct to some degree of uh, Oliver's past and of the of the hood you know okay, okay. Uh, from season one uh, and so like just dealing with that and kind of 
bringing those things full circle, mm-hmm. you know, and back to the surface again, mm-hmm. uh, has been a cool thing. And I think it's, it's something, the way they're doing it is, uh, is making it worth it. And it, it's make, it makes it feel necessary, uh, because it's it kind of, you know, like Oliver, he did kill a lot of people. He, that first season, like for, whole first season, for, he if was, you haven't watched I mean, the show. it was, it was probably just straight up murder. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's always the fine line with like superheroes, like, daredevil or even well batman doesn't kill but uh you know uh red hood Mm -hmm. and some of these other superheroes who have no problem crossing that line right it's like hey if you're killing the bad guys like what makes you any different from from what's going to stop you from turning yeah yeah exactly um and so uh yeah he so it's been dealing with that and um and seeing how oliver has struggled with that stuff you know as it comes back up and uh and the rest of team arrow has been fun um, but I really think uh, this this season, the Flash has been has been doing some pretty cool things. Okay, uh, just with the villain of Savitar, you know, uh, and just the way they like it's 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 cool becoming a thing. Yeah. A cool name means the god of speed. Okay, and so it was very much a like how do we you know how do we overcome this you know, and uh, what I appreciate the most that they did was that they while this is kind of a like Savitar was. Like something that came out of Flashpoint, okay. he wasn't like I like that they dealt with Flashpoint right away and kind of like Left you know that was over with. Yeah, um, but uh, but so Savitar, like the stuff of Savitar, every week, um, my friend Christian and I, it's like like he's like, have you seen it? Like on Tuesdays, actually, I think uh, the finale is coming up here in a couple of days. But yeah, uh, but so it, it's like every week, like have you seen it? Like you know, once you have, like we got to talk about it because. Uh, it's just been so like so crazy. Some of the stuff they've been doing. There was a Supergirl crossover. There was a musical. Oh yeah, it was great. It <laughs> was, was that fun? Like, the, yeah, it was fun. Okay. Like because they were both, uh, they were both uh, you know on Glee, and so yeah. Uh, and Darren Chris, uh, who was uh, in Glee with them as well, came on. He played the music meister. Ah. Uh, so that was like kind of a cool you know kind of thing that they did. Just I I, I don't know that I would want to see that. I, well, maybe I would be okay with that once a season. Actually, <laughs> I just had that realization in my mind. Like, yeah, you no, know. I would be okay with this. Like, I had, I had to like. That's a quick like, debate. <laughs> like, but, uh, but yeah, so it was fun though. Um, but uh, yeah, so Flash has been good. I did watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I have, I did like that. Finished um, about a month or yeah, yeah it finishes yeah, yeah. earlier. Finished uh, about a month or two earlier. But that one, um, they re- they were using Reverse Flash. Uh, as the like the villains for that one were uh, Reverse Flash and Malcolm Merlin, okay, uh, and then Damian Dark. So it was kind of cool that like like essentially Reverse Flash because of events that happen in Flash, uh-huh. he is trying to re get himself, you know, like bring himself back to existence, uh, and so he enlists the help of Damian Dark and uh, and I think the oh, success boy. of that one is similar to like. Uh, like Guardians, how it's an ensemble kind of deal, so they don't spend like too much time with one person and not enough with with another. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just where that show succeeds versus Arrow, where it's or, or with the Flash, where it's like they're trying to deal with Oliver, but they're also trying to deal with Felicity and uh, and Diggle, you know, yeah. those kind of things. So, CP, answer me this because you've you're watching both, obviously, but w- one of the big elements of any CW show is the love interest uh-huh. and uh, the relationships, romantic relationships and whatnot. Sure. Uh, has how how has that been handled this past season with 
with both of those shows because I I remember when I was watching it, you know, Arrow had really he could have settled down with almost uh, two different people and like that mm-hmm. was a constant pull yeah. and tug kind you know kind of a thing and then even with the Flash there was um, obviously you had Iris. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Patty, but then you also that. had, yeah, you had <laughs> that, that Patty, that Patty. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, how has that been played out uh, this past the past season with those two shows? Uh, so with uh, with this season, um, uh, and so like in the comics, as uh-huh. as you know, Iris and Barry end up together, yeah, uh, and they get married, mm-hmm. and so uh, this season. Um, it kind of, you know, like, and you saw the premiere. So in, in Flashpoint, Barry is trying to get, you know, he's trying to woo Iris. Uh-huh. Um, and then as, once the timeline's reset, then like he has, like, they're no longer, they never were together Correct. anymore. And so he's trying to then like, like explain to her that like they were a thing, you mm-hmm. know, and, and whatnot. Um, and the way, reason they have this special bond is because of that. And so it kind of, there's a little bit back and forth. They get engaged. The engagement gets called off, um, and it all kind of comes to a head, actually, f- it, with the musical episode. Okay. Uh, with Flash and, uh, which I'm not following Supergirl, but what's explained in the crossover is that in Supergirl, she's having the same kind of deal where she's like, the love interest thing is a little like, is not like going back and forth and all in this kind of thing where she's mad at the guy or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, but... Uh, so what the what I appreciated that they did with those two was with the musical episode, it it was meant to just restore them both back with their significant others, Barry with Iris and Supergirl with her oh. boyfriend. I'm not I'm blanking on his name. And then like for, okay. since then, like there's not been sure there's like still the impending doom and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not really been as far as like Barry arguing with Iris. Yeah. Hasn't really been an issue. Okay. Um, and so I like that they've been doing that rather than with the CW kind of norm is to play very much into the like, you know, break up. No, not breaking up, you know, yeah, uh, kind of stuff with Arrow. He started off the season really not talking to anyone, you know, mm-hmm. or not like um, and there was, you know, like kind of getting into a relationship with someone. They did play up a little bit like, can she be trusted? Can she not? Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up, you know, kind of being a good guy, but, uh, but they really haven't dealt with her too much lately because okay. it's, it's been mo- a lot more focused on the villain on Prometheus and stopping him. And so, uh, and it's actually about to end as well. So I, but I enjoy that there, it seems like at least the, uh, the relationships have taken a little bit of a backseat, I which guess, is to answer def- your question. Yeah. Which is not, it's not a terrible thing. Cause that's one of the things that. Uh, Did they get the most critique for? Yeah, for sure. Now, a lot of comic book fans uh, who watch the show because they love the characters and the comics and and that whole world, you know, that's probably the least favorite part about it is having to deal with the the romances and the the drama and and the classic, you know, CW type Mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah. I, I totally get. It. So I'm glad to hear that that's not really happening right now. But when Andy, when they're on Netflix, you got to catch up. It's worth it. I promise. I will definitely catch up, and then uh, re- order will, will will be restored for sure. For All right. Sure. Uh, so that is our episode for Heroes and Spring 2017. 
Uh, if we missed anything, I know if like if you loved Born in China or yeah. you know any of those other <laughs> things that came out, uh, just tell us on social media. Or Iron Fist. Or Iron Fist. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Um, I still haven't watched it. I, I, I watched one episode. Oh, yeah. Man, we suck. We do but, suck. <laughs> uh, but we would love to hear uh, what you guys think we missed on social media. Tell us on Twitter uh, or on Instagram. You can find us there at heroes underscore and or on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And if definitely, guys, we appreciate if you guys can share and spread the news about the podcast. That would be great. As always, thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And And we're we're out. out.